0: Hey, what's going on? This is Bill Burr from the All Things Comedy Network. I'm very excited to tell you that we are going to be releasing a stand-up special from the unbelievably talented, unbelievably hilarious, and unbelievably original Ted Alexandro. He has a new stand-up special called Senior Class of Earth. You can check it out exclusively at atcspecials.com and follow the All Things Comedy Network for more ways to support your favorite comedians. This is huge for us. This is everything that All Things Comedy was about. We wanted to get in business with great artists and help them to maintain control and ownership of what they created, and this is our first foray into that. Once again, it's called Senior Class of Earth from the great Ted Alexandro. You can check it out at (laughs) atcspecials.com.
1: Fit just right and the radio.
0: Yeah, baby, that was perfect, mama. Thank you. Happy Friday, everybody. This is John Reap, and sit over here to my right is Betty. That's right, my mother. And you are listening to another awesome, amazing episode of the Fried Pod. Don't eat Tide Pods. Listen to the fried pod. Um, we want you to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Get out there on the interwebs. Tell people about us if you're listening. If you are listening, I'd really appreciate it if you would, uh, you know, tell me. Get on uh, get on my uh, Facebook page, my Instagram, my Twitter. Let me know you're listening because uh, I'm not sure who is. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, um, so, Mom, you know, you, we got your, your new segment. Yes. And so uh, and I put I put out there to the interwebs, hey, somebody, please make a jingle. I'm not good at this kind of stuff. I'm not a music producer. You know, I'm, I, I try to do comedy. I'm not good at producing music. I have a good ear for music, but uh, I can't do this stuff. So I tried to do the jingle last time, and you saw me over here trying to play into this thing. and all. So now I ask my fans <laughs> on Facebook to uh, come up with a jingle, and I'll be good. If some guy didn't do that for us, um, let's give this guy a shout-out. Where'd he go? What's his name? Well, hang on. Let me get over here. Um, this guy made us a jingle, Mom. How good. great is it? Great. Um, let me go back over here. I want to make sure I get the guy's name right uh, because he deserves it, you know? So this guy's name is it's it's Huffman. Taylor Huffman, everybody. Um, contacted me on Instagram. Um, it says here he's an artist. He's got a, his uh, Instagram name is It's Huffman underscore and uh, car Carman- maniac music podcast. And he's got a YouTube channel. Anyway, he responded and uh, he came back to me with uh, a sec- uh, with a um, jingle and he got two jingles actually. And so I'm gonna do both of them I think and okay. hopefully maybe uh our fans our because this is your showdown <laughs> can tell us which one they like better but um anyway I got the questions here let me go go to the jingle I'm gonna play the one I like the best first and then um, we'll end this segment with the with the other one okay so anybody all right here we go you ready Mom I'm ready all right.
1: If you've got a problem, big, small, or petty, ain't no need to worry now, on your market sit. ask Betty. Oh, I love
0: it. That's awesome. So thank you, Taylor, for doing that. And uh, well, the people have uh, asked questions, Mom, on Instagram. Okay. So we're hoping that maybe you could give them some advice. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to ask you a couple, all right? Um, Let's just start off something simple, okay? okay? We're talking mayonnaise here Dukes (laughs) or Hellman's. Those are the only two options.
2: Oh, I was brought up on Miracle Whip. But after I got married, David wouldn't eat anything but Dukes.
0: So, Uh it's Dukes. It's Dukes in this house. Yes, it is. I remember as a child you making sandwiches with Miracle Whip. Exactly. So I grew up on Miracle Whip. Right. Um, and I remember I remember you'd get the remember the 49 cent packet of ham?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Like it's like the ha- the cheapest pack of ham that you could buy.
2: Budding Budding ham. It's
0: called Budding? Budding. You remember that? Okay. So you'd buy budding ham or roast beef or turkey or whatever, whatever meat budding would make. <laughs> and then I'd say, "Mom, I want a sandwich." And we get two slices of bread. Do you remember? What kind of bread did you buy back then? Do you, do you even know?
2: I can't. No. It's probably Sunbeam. Sunbeam. That's yeah. right.
0: Nothing from Kern's Bakery. Yeah. Okay. Well, I played baseball for Kern's Bakery. They were our sponsor. Anyway, so uh, two pieces of bread, Miracle Whip, one slice of that ham from buddy. <laughs> you can actually you can see through the ham.
2: I'm so you can see swy. through the ham to the
0: piece of cheese Underneath it And then another the piece of bread And by the way, it was great I <laughs> loved it I didn't know that other people put more than one slice of ham On their ham sandwiches until... I didn't know Until um, Well, I went uh, spent the night over at Greg Hudson's house mm-hmm. And we were going to go like on a hike the next day And uh, he goes Well, we'll need some supplies And he goes to his mom's fridge And he just starts grabbing packs of the stuff like, we'll need some ham. He grabs the whole pack. I said, you taking that whole pack? I mean, your mom's going to kill you. That's That sandwiched me for a whole family for a month. <laughs> so I don't know if that answers your question. Let's, let's see who asked that question. That was, um, oh, my goodness. My phone's making me do a face ID. I hate this thing. This iPhone 10, not a fan, Mom. Okay. Be happy you got what you got. Um, so Lizzie Hoot, there you go.
2: Thank now you, today, Lizzie Hoot.
0: Today, uh, I like Duke's today. Yes. Now, Hellman's, I guess that's kind of like Miracle Whip, huh?
2: I don't know. Miracle don't Whip ever...
0: is like a salad. They call it a salad, salad dressing. dressing. Yeah.
2: You used. Well, I used to, Mother used to take Miracle Whip and some ketchup. Yeah. Mix it up together and add a little bit of salt and pepper and some. Uh, what's Relish? That? No, the red seasoning that I put on there. Cumin. Cumin? No, that I put on devil's eggs. Paprika. Paprika. Ah,
0: paprika. And,
2: yes, and stir that up real good, and it's your French dressing. French dressing.
0: That's right. uh, I think that's the secret sauce on the uh, McDonald's Big Macs, possibly. It could it might be. be. It could be. So anyway, I'm a Duke's guy. A lot, I think a lot of people from the South are Duke's mm-hmm. guys. Okay, let's go to another one. Here's one from Lisa Rosebud. Uh, she says, lard Crisco- butter or margarine butter okay yes why do you prefer butter over uh margarine or crisco
2: well butter or oh, lard margarine they both have about the same amount of calories but margarine i've always heard that it's sort of like eating i mean it's soft when you eat it but it sort of tastes like i mean it's sort of Forms up like plastic. Yeah, it just—it's not good for your blood it's not vessels. Not good for your veins, right. your arteries. That's what I've heard. And uh, I've heard that uh, butter and margarine uh-huh. uh, raises your bad cholesterol. Oh. But uh, margarine raises it higher, and.
0: Um, I mean, uh, lard right away. Just the, the name lard. I know. That's got so, so, so negative. <laughs> uh, who wants to eat lard? lard? I mean, I guess that's what they cooked with back in the day. I think Dad's mom made, cooked with lard. Did your mom cook with lard?
2: No. I, everyone's like, well, she used to fry stuff, fry stuff in fat back.
0: Fat back? Yes. What's the difference between fat back and lard? I don't know. We should ask uh, Alexa. <laughs>
2: Let's do it. Uh <laughs> oh, just she just came out. She
0: just. She's having trouble connected to the internet. It's a rainy day here in Hickory. Everybody, just FY. Alexa, stop. Okay, <laughs> she's mouthy.
2: But butter to me just tastes good. Makes I like everything butter. taste good.
0: Yeah. Um, margarine. What uh, is? I thought margarine was butter.
1: Is it no, not butter?
2: No, you, you heard this. Uh, what is Parquet. it? Jingle. Parquet. Parquet. Uh,
1: butter. Parquet.
2: Remember the Not the everything. can? Yeah, parquet oh, or margarine? Yes.
0: Oh, okay. Is it parquet or is it butter? Oh no, uh, I don't know. Well, uh, Mom's saying butter, Lisa. Lisa Rosebud. I hope that answers your question. Um, I think butter's better overall. Yeah. I do.
2: It's. I don't think it's bad on your cholesterol or okay. on your. Uh, yeah, and it's it's uh, you. That's what you can use when you're doing low carb.
0: What, butter? Butter, Oh, yes. good. Well, the butter, that's it. Yep. Try butter. to do low carb. Um, it reminded me to get into the, where you hit stuff from Because okay. I know where it is. Okay. <laughs> Dad's in the other room right now. So we're trying to talk softly because we have a secret. Um. All right, so here's another one. This question is from Clintstagram. Clintstagram. Uh, what is your favorite scary movie? Since it's October and Halloween's around the corner... Favorite scary
1: movie?
0: I'm asking Betty.
2: I I guess Halloween. I guess the very first one that came out. Right. With, I guess Jamie Lee Curtis is right. in all of them, but um, that was the first, the one. very first one. And after that, I didn't want to watch any more of
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you? Uh, so did you watch that in the theater? Did you watch it at home on a VHS? Pro-
2: probably at home. Yeah. I probably would not have paid to go. Watch a scary
0: movie. I didn't watch many scary movies here growing up in no, the house. We always
2: watched funny stuff.
0: Funny stuff. Yeah. Um. Not many scary movies. Um. Although I got some trivia for you. You know the mask. Yeah. That mask in um, Halloween.
2: Jason. No, yeah.
0: that Jason, is Friday Thirteenth. Oh. That's the hockey mask. Okay. Now Halloween's a different mask, and that guy's. The character's name is Michael Myers. Okay? But anyway, the mask that, that the bad guy wears, Michael Myers, it's just a blank face. It's a white face. It's just a blank face. Uh-huh. Do you know who that face actually is belongs to? It's a, it's a it's a uh, celebrity. It's uh William Shatner's face. You a kid? No. What they did was when they were creating this movie, the mask for this movie, uh they decided to you know, try different um, types of masks out, right? So, all right. So when they make when they make movies and you're going, I'm trying to explain this. I don't know. How, okay. So you know how uh, if you were going to be in a movie and they were going to dress you up and make do all kinds of makeup stuff to your face to make you scary or, or creepy looking, mm-hmm. they'd have to do a mold of your face, right? Okay, first, and that mold is what they call life mask. So what? William Shatner's been in tons of movies, Star Trek, all that stuff. He's had lots of stuff done to his face. So a long time ago, he made that mold, a life mask. And so it's just a blank face. It doesn't have any paint on it. It's just white mold. Well, somebody saw that face, that life mask of William Shatner and said, that's creepy. I want that to be. The, the mask for Halloween, and wow. that's what it is. And they cut the eyeballs out, so the eye holes are bigger. But it's just, like if you were to dip your face in mold, you would probably do it like this. Right. Like it's a blank face, and that's what it is. But it's scary looking. <laughs> Isn't that crazy?
2: And I bet you, he made a lot of money off that.
0: I don't know if he did or not. I- I'm curious to find out. Um, okay. Well, also, I'm trying to think of the scariest. I remember when we were kids... One night before we were going to go camping, uh, up in the mountains with Dad. He uh, with some friends. I think Greg Hudson was coming along, maybe some other friends. But anyway, we watched a scary movie. It was about wild boars, something like that, and it was scary. And then you know the next day, the next that weekend, we're in the mountains camping. Dad starts making boar noises trying to scare Jason. <laughs> <chases. laughs>
2: oh, uh, I thought you went snipe hunting. Or...
0: Oh, that's what it was. That's a whole... I think I've told that story on this podcast before, okay. so I don't want to repeat myself. But all right. So there you go. Mom has said it is um, Halloween, right? Right. Okay. Now, let me ask you this one. This is also from Clinstagram. Have you seen the movie Die Hard with Bruce Willis?
2: I think I have, but I can't remember what all it was.
0: He says does she feel that die hard is a christmas movie now the movie die hard it's a it's an action thriller movie right bruce willis it's an action movie but it happens to take place around christmas time so all there's lots of decorations up in the background there's all kinds of christmas you know uh, analogies in there just the backdrop of the town the city is around christmas so today within the last 5 five to ten years or so, people are starting to say it's a Christmas movie. And they're starting to air it on uh, different networks around Christmas time, saying it's a Christmas movie. Now, how do you feel about that?
2: I don't feel it comes anywhere close to the Christmas story.
0: Oh, no. No, Christmas story is a Christmas movie, but it also happens to be the best Christmas movie. The one and
2: only. That's all we watch.
0: (laughs) But how do you feel about Die Hard
2: being labeled
0: a Christmas movie?
2: No, I would not agree with that. No. I guess I'd have to watch it. Maybe we'll watch it this Christmas season.:
0: That'd be fun. We'll watch it before way before okay so we don't lump it in, All but right. uh, I would like to see it again. It's been forever um I personally, if you're asking me, I don't think it's a Christmas movie because just because the action takes a place around Christmas does not make it a Christmas movie. It needs to be about Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, right. That's how I feel. In case you were asked, in case you're wondering, Clint uh, And every time I go back to my phone, this stupid security thing pops up. Okay, here we go. Um, I'm i okay, I'm okay. Are you having fun? Yeah. Can I keep going? You can. I don't want to. I don't want to go too long. I don't want to. I know you got stuff to do. Okay. Do you? No. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. Uh, this one's from Lariah Jade. Lariah Jade is also a fan of Brinkin' Duddies and and Lil' Kevin Raymond's Try Stuff. Um, She asks, is there a trick in keeping your kids playing outside other than locking the door?
2: (laughs) That's a good one. Nowadays, I would not know, but when John and Jason were growing up, it was a trick getting them to come in the house. They'd play kick the can, football until they couldn't see the ball, basketball, Mm -hmm. uh, baseball, anything. Uh, hide and seek, catch lightning bugs. They just did all kinds. Of, even swam at night. Yeah. So it was it was uh, trouble getting them in. Yeah. Uh, to get cleaned up to go to bed.
0: Yeah, I think it's different today for kids with the video games and the internet. Like right. they try to get them out of the house. Yeah. Right. To exercise. So maybe Lariah, a trick is to take away all their devices.
2: Right. Take away get- their
0: cell phones. Take away the. Make it fun to go outside. Make it miserable to be inside.
2: <laughs> Take them to the park.
0: That's what you got to do. Make it miserable indoors, you know. <laughs> play play music they hate really loud. <laughs> um, But, uh, yeah, we would, uh, I, I remember dad being mad sometimes that we were going in and out too much. Right. Like, sometimes we'd go in, we'd stay, going for a minute, maybe get some Kool-Aid or something, watch like two seconds of a cartoon, and then run back outside <laughs> and just, you know, not shut the door all the way, you letting the air out, that kind of stuff. All right um let's see here i'll ask you this one since we're on a roll here this one's from uh brand brand uni i don't know how they pronounce this it's one word b-r-a-n-d-u-n-i-e brand i don't know both my kids recently voluntarily moved out but they still have junk here how do i get that stuff moved out
2: oh my goodness i think
0: i've just done the opposite of that
2: put put (laughs) it in the attic get it out of your sight we have a storage house that dad built and we put stuff out there in those little red storage boxes yeah and put them up in the rafters or just box it up and take it to them wherever they are
0: yeah what if uh what if they have a yard sale you know yeah threaten them with a yard sale that that could do it sometimes.
2: I mean, we have had books from both y'all when you were in school, uh, trophies, yeah, gloves, if baseballs.
0: You, yeah, there have been times where I think I don't know if you guys meant it, where you would actually say, "Well, we're moving, we're redoing the house. You got to do, we got to do something with this stuff." And I've and I've had stuff shipped to me because I wanted <laughs> to keep it, the stretch yeah. machine, a big one, but other stuff too. But if you just if you threaten the kids with um, that that has to go maybe a yard sale or you're going you're you're donating things to Goodwill. Just just put bring that up and see if they don't come grab it. Right, you'll you'll see. Right now it's easy for it to stay where it's at.
2: Yeah, I mean pictures. Uh, they're um uh, they don't call them um uh, they're annuals. Yeah, yearbooks. Yearbooks. Yes. Well, we have all kinds of annuals. I because mean, you both buy one whether you're in the. Same I mean you might not be in the same grade sure. But they all were the right. same thing Right so. exactly
0: We got tons of those I mean there's still Tons of books In that entertainment center I don't, I don't right. know If you've looked at them. Not, not I'm talking about, talking about Mine I'm talking about Your stuff too Oh yeah Mine it's, and
2: Dad's <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Alright here's I mean, I, I, We'll just keep going here This is all All these comments I'm reading Are on my Instagram page By the way So uh, if you want to be A part of that Go to my Instagram It's just John Reap J O N R E E P. My mom's on also on Instagram so uh, maybe uh, maybe you could be her friend as well. Um, this one's from Laurie Zip, Loria Zip, Laurie Zip. Laurie Zip. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Benny. My 16 year old daughter won't share her personal griefs with me, and I feel like I'm failing her as a mother. How can I help her to open up to me so I can support her? Now I know you don't have any daughters, no, I don't. but you had sisters and you had a mother. So I don't know if you got any help here.
2: Well, I am, first of all, I'm sorry to say that any six-year-old would have 16. any grief. Oh, 16. Okay, well, that's better.
0: Six, her 16-year-old daughter won't share her personal griefs with her.
2: Well, like you said, I've never had any daughters, but I have friends who have daughters that at that age, they think they know more than their moms do, and their mother would tell them things that they just don't want to hear. And right. they'd just rather open up to their own friends rather than to their parents.
0: Yeah, but how do you get them to... Open up to sure. you? Sure. Need- I have no
2: idea. <laughs>
0: yeah. You got to like almost trick them into doing that somehow maybe. I remember one time, and that this doesn't apply because I'm not a 16-year-old girl, <laughs> but I remember being depressed as uh, maybe I was in the third grade or something. I think I saw that movie the day after the, the bomb, the day after. Remember they aired that movie about like the day after what would happen if there were nuclear war? It was in the oh, 80s. yeah. Okay. I remember watching that and being really sad for like a, a good week or two. And I think you guys were like, ah, what are we going to do with this kid? And I think <laughs> I went and saw a therapist.
2: Yes, you did. Yeah. we Twice. Went
0: <laughs> and I don't know if it did anything, but I don't know. I wasn't that. You know what? The first guy was horrible. The first, I think I saw two therapists, right? And this is very shady because I don't even remember. I mean, my, my memory's not that great back in that time, but I remember the first one being boring. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like it I, mean, I wasn't that depressed I was sitting there going like Oh, I'd re- I, now I'm really depressed <laughs> That I'm in this room with this guy Like he's boring I was just sitting there talking to him He was asking me questions And when you're at that age You don't even know You don't think of like inner You know, even uh, your own inner thoughts You know, you're just like I don't know Huh? Maybe, <laughs> huh? What? I don't know So I think I did a lot of that But the next guy I went with I played We played pool He had a pool table in his room We just started playing pool We just started talking and then I think he got more out of me that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know what the conversation was about. I just remember it being a better experience and probably a great tactic if you're a therapist. But um,
2: I know one thing that came out of
0: that. He said. Uh, but I, so my point was he tricked me. Like it wasn't just having a conversation. We were doing something else.
2: Right.
0: And it, it got me to open up even though I didn't know I was doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe that could help. What were you going to say, though, Mom? Cut you off. Well, he
2: told us that there was there's not anything wrong with him. He's just as normal as he can be. He gets bored easily. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He said, uh, and don't, I think we were sheltering you too much. Um, what? Yeah. And he said, let him, let him fall off that bicycle and not just fall all over him. Well, know, I don't just- think
0: you sheltered me too much. I fell off bicycles. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine what therapists are told kids today? I know. <laughs> All right, so there you go. We, uh, Loria Zip, uh, I guess you have to deceive her somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, here's a, this is a funny hypothetical question. I've heard this one asked before. and uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll dissect it. We'll figure this out, right? Now, you have to pick one of these. This is what's fun about hypotheticals. Okay. You can't say, well, neither, because that's not fun <laughs> for the listener. So you have to pick one for All fun. Right. Okay, would you rather fight one hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? You getting that? Would you rather fight a hundred horses, tiny horses, the size of ducks, a hundred of them, or would you rather fight one duck the size of a horse?
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to say one.
0: Uh-huh. You're going to fight the one horse. Wait, what? one horse sized duck. duck. So you're going to fight a duck with a si- the size of a horse. Now, think of that. Now, a, you know a duck's bills are strong, right? Yeah. Imagine that thing coming at you from as big as it is. Or you could just, if it's a bunch of little tiny uh, horses, you could just kick those. But there's a lot of them. So the pros and cons of that. Why did you choose the large duck to fight over the if he's tiny horses? That
2: large, I would run between his legs.
0: Okay, you run between and the duck, hide uh-huh. under
2: something that where he couldn't get under.
0: Oh, I see. So you're 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 not fighting,
2: and he can't run fast because he'd have to waddle.
0: That's right. He couldn't waddle. <laughs> you could possibly make yourself in the shape of an egg, and maybe it would like. It would, maybe it's a female duck and it would want to like sit on you.
2: And I hear dad in there laughing saying, I would fight the 100.
0: Oh, dad, come on in here if you want to chime in. Um, I I can't hear him because I got the earphones on. What's he saying?
2: He said, Oh, no, he's good.
0: All right. I think uh, if it were me, I would go. I like your I like your, uh, your thought. Your thought is I'm not fighting. I'm going to go hide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to get between its legs, outrun it because it waddles. Right. But I've seen ducks move pretty fast. Um, I would go. I, I, I'm going to agree with that. I would go with the uh, 100 tiny horses uh, only because I think I could either because uh, they're so small, I could just kick the crap out of them i kick a bunch of them, and I think the other ones would see that I'm kicking them and not attack me. There you go. All right. Now, isn't that fun? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Um, last one, okay. and we'll end this segment here. What is the best kind of cheese?
2: Now who who was? Oh, who I'm sorry.
0: That? Well, the person who asked about the 100 duck-sized horses or one-horse-sized duck was... Uh, someone named the road cat the road cat road cat and now the road cat also asked what is the best kind of cheese
2: well i'll i'm picky i like american cheese
0: yeah what's what is american cheese it's not i mean there's there's a uh, here's why i'm asking right there's cheddar there's swiss <gasps> okay. but, but america is a country but what is that cheese what is american cheese
2: I don't know. Oh. It's a milk.
0: I think it's food. a milky cheddar. I don't know. You think Dad knows? Let's ask uh, uh, Alexa. Dad? Alexa. Oh, Dad unplugged Alexa. <laughs> so now we have to. Hey, David, what is American cheese made out of? American cheese made out of milk. Well, it's not just milk. All cheese is made out of milk. What kind, but, like, what's... I'm going to Google it. I can't hear him. That's why I wish you'd come in here. Um, So, Mom is saying uh, American cheese. I, I'm i going to go with cheddar. I'm not 100% sure. But, I, Mom, hand Dad the mic for one second. And, Dad, you can maybe fill us in on what is the difference between American cheese. What is American cheese? I have no idea. Uh Is that why you came in here? (laughs) No, I came in here because you called me. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were trying to tell me what American cheese was. Uh, It's made out of milk, I think. I think all cheese is made out of milk. There we go. yeah, all cheese comes from milk. Yeah, I think it's the way it's made. But but I want to know what's American cheese. You know what I'm saying? I'll Google it. I have the internet right here at my fingertips. That's what do Folks, we can find this stuff out. Dad, um... So you said you'd fight a hundred tiny horses over one giant duck? Yes. What's your thought process? I can that? just kick them. That's what I said. Did you? Are you copying my answer? No, that's what I thought before you said that. <laughs> OK, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm I'm in another room trying to set up a GoFundMe page for yes. a friend who's been flooded out and hearing this, uh-huh. it, it's confusing me. It's distracting. And yeah. I think you're already a little bit mad at me for making you drive out in the rain today and help me try no, to get a mattress. So I, I apologize am for that. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to buy a mattress. Folks, I'm getting shoulder surgery done pretty. Wait. Hand the phone back to him. Here we go. Hand the mic back to Mom, because we have to end this segment. Okay. So we're going to play, thank you, Dad. Uh, we're going to play your your outro music now. Okay. Right. So that was, uh, hang on, here we go.
1: If you've got a problem, big or petty, no need to worry, just ask Betty.
0: There you go, folks. That was Ask Betty. Now, we're gonna try and do this as much as possible. Let me know if you like it. Send in your questions, uh, and we will try and get them answered and resolved for you. Uh also uh thank you, Taylor, for that uh that little jingle. Now, um, mom, I was just telling you earlier, you know, I went to the I had my uh pre op today. hmm I don't even like saying pre op because it sounds like I'm getting a sex change. <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause that's what people say, like, oh, that's that guy's actually a girl but pre op. Like the operation hasn't <laughs> happened yet. That's what they say. But I don't you know, so but I went to uh talk to my orthopedic doctor today. I actually met the doctor who was gonna do it. Before all that I've just been meeting like, you know, nurses, assistants, PAs, that kind of stuff. But I actually met the doctor today. And he's probably like thirty two <laughs> <laughs> I'm 46. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna let this kid operate on me, <laughs> but uh, he, nice guy. Anyway, uh, so uh, I'm gonna be uh, getting surgery. Today's Friday, so I'm getting surgery Tuesday, and they said the first two days it's gonna be pain. Like uh, they're gonna, they gave me all kinds of medication. I got, um, it's either narco or Percocets, right, for the mm-hmm. pain med, and then they said that will make me constipated. So I got medicine for constipation. (laughs) Then I got some anti-inflammatory medication. And then I got a a, a, a nausea nausea medication. So, and they said I can't, I have to sleep in a recliner for like almost a month, maybe longer. So, uh, yeah, I was like thanking you earlier. Like, I'm so happy that you are retired (laughs) because now you're going to be my nurse for the next month. And I'm not, I don't have any gigs for a while. So... This worked out great, so like I said, we're gonna be good friends.
2: That's right. <laughs> I'll do. I'll be a good nurse.
0: All right. Well, I got to put ice on the shoulder a bunch, mm-hmm. um, and I went out to Bed Bath and Beyond today and I bought one of those things because I'm I'm sure I can, you know, I, I'm thinking it might not be as bad as they're saying. They always try to make it sound really bad to prepare you for the worst, and then sometimes it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I bought a uh, one of those little um, things that you lean back on in your, you could put in your bed. Some people call them husbands. Yes. Well, it's not. That, I didn't get that kind. This is like a wedge. Okay. You could put it for your on your on your underneath your knees too, like if you wanted to sit up like that. So I got that for that bed back there just in case. And I went. I want to get a new mattress for for the bedroom back there too. And uh, went ahead and got one. You know how I am. Like I want it now. <laughs> and uh, tried to get a mattress and. Uh, They said, "Yep, it's all yours. And then I said, Dad, come help me move it. And then it was raining, so we didn't do it today. But anyway, I'm worried about all this. uh, I'm worried about uh, the surgery, you know, because I'm going to be knocked out. I'm going to have a tube down my throat. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be like a two to three hour surgery. I've never been knocked out for a surgery. I've never done that.
2: I haven't either. Yes, you have.
0: Not surgery, but you've been knocked out. Right. Did you just get...
2: A- oh, the colonoscopy. Yeah. yeah that was uh, put under for
0: just... Yeah, but you're put the- under. You're not yeah. awake, right? No, I wasn't awake. How did they put you under? Was it pills or IV? IV. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're doing to me. Um, did they give you pills before that? No. Okay. Because I'm going to have to do... Uh, I have to get in there a couple hours beforehand, right? And then I I know I'm... They're t- t- I guess it's an IV. I know a tube's going down my throat for oxygen purposes. I don't like that.
2: I hope they, I hope they go ahead and put you to sleep.
0: Before yeah, they do I'm gonna. That. Put a, yeah, they're going to. <laughs> There's no way that tube's going down my throat if I'm awake. <laughs> I to say I want my money back We're not
2: <laughs> change my mind. No surgery.
0: <laughs> We're gonna go somewhere where, I, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do that.
2: Well, I couldn't either.
0: You know, I went to the um, when I was married. You know, I snore. Do you know this? Yes, I know that. (laughs) I wonder where that comes from. (laughs) Um, So I was, uh, my wife at the time was like, uh, you need to go to an eye. I I was hurting my vocal cords. Like I would go do gigs and scream a lot. And I'd come home and be hoarse the next day. So I went to eye, ear, nose, throat specialist, right? Mm -hmm. To get my vocal cords looked at. So I went there thinking like, you know, he's going to, take that little popsicle stick and say, say, ah, you know, do like the flashlight, look in there. I'm sitting there, you know, and uh, he's like, okay, so let your head back, open your mouth, okay, say, ah. And he took this long, steel-looking flashlighty thing, went right through my nose hole all the way down my throat. Oh, my God. And didn't tell me he was going to do it. And he goes, relax, relax, relax. Like, he knew that if he told me I would tense up, and there was no way I'd be like, oh, sure, just stick it all through that nose hole and <laughs> make its way down there. But uh, 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 y- 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 you're trapped. You're like, ock, ock, like, like a fish with a hook in its mouth. You can't do anything. But uh, had he told me that, there's no way. So, yeah, if they're going to put a tube down my throat, I will have to be knocked out. i oh, have to surprise me. Yeah. The problem is Nikki didn't told me that was going to happen. Like a a tube's going down my throat.
2: So Nikki has already... So
0: Nikki has ruined the element of surprise (laughs) if that was their tactic. It's not going to work.
2: Nikki, um, be sure he's asleep.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess the only good thing is uh, they're saying I'm going to be so heavily medicated for the next two days after it that I will will not really feel much pain. Because you're going to have to attach a tendon or a ligament. One of those two.
2: And take out that extra bone.
0: Take out the extra bone. Clean it. Clean out. I had a torn rotator cuff. So they're cleaning their torn rotator cuff out too, so they're doing like three things really, and uh, so it's going to be two days of just not moving at all with uh, pain meds, and then slowly that should be okay, and then I go back in two weeks later, I think they take the stitches out, and then start slowly doing some exercising, and then but I'm I'm in the sling for for a month they said basically, they also said. It won't fully recover. I can't really get back into the gym and do anything for about three months, three to four months. Oh no! So I'm going to get fat around, which is great timing—Thanksgiving and Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So I have, I have an excuse now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, have you ever had? You've not had major surgery, huh? No. You remember when I had gum surgery?
2: Yes, I do. And it was during the holidays.
0: Was it? Yes. I don't remember that.
2: Christmas holidays.
0: I just remember uh, my gums were receding. That's the only surgery I've had. My gums were receding. So they had to take gum from the roof of my mouth and put it down where my gums were receding at the bottom of my teeth, on the bottom and the top of my teeth, above the teeth. And sew that gum in there.
2: Didn't you and Jason have that done the same time? We did.
0: And they didn't knock you out for that, though. They numbed you, and then they gave you nitrous oxide to breathe through your nose. So I was awake during it, but I, but I, but I was, couldn't feel anything, and I was listening to music that had earphones on. But I wasn't knocked out for that. So this will be the first time I'm knocked out. That's mm-hmm. going to be scary.
2: Mm. But it's, I mean, you don't, I mean, you just go into a real peaceful sleep.
0: That's right. Well, that's what they said. You'll go to sleep and you'll wake up and you'll feel like ten minutes went by. Mm-hmm. It'll be two hours, three hours, whatever it is. So someone's gonna have to drive me to the hospital, and someone's gonna have to uh, pick me up.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll be I'll take you and I'll be there for you. All and right. Bring you home.
0: All right. Well, thanks, mom. Do you want to stick around for this other thing? I'm gonna play some other podcasty stuff. You can't hear it though. That's the only thing. That's right. So uh, thank you for the segment.
2: Thank you. I'm hang on. Off. Wait,
0: wait. No, hang on. Um. Do you want people to uh, follow you on uh, Facebook and that kind of stuff? Do oh, you want can. new friends? Sure. Well, you know, that's, that's, what's, uh, that's what's out there. I was actually trying to stall because I wanted to uh, play uh, soundboard. I wanted to play. There you go. Betty Reaper, everybody. Audience is clapping. Thank you. All <laughs> Thank right. You. There she goes. She's going to go back into the living room. With dad, who's trying to figure out how to make a video for his friend, and this is not a funny thing. This is an actual sad thing. One of my dad's best friends from high school, nicknamed Skeeter, I've known him all my life too, lives uh, in, some, in an area where he was affected by the hurricane, and he needs help. So my dad's uh, trying to start a GoFundMe page for our friend Skeeter to raise money to... Uh, get him back up on his feet so anyway um there you go folks um this is the fried pod this is what i do won't you come check me out on the road sometime this weekend right now as you listen to this i'm in dayton ohio at the funny bone uh in dayton i've got uh one show thursday two friday two saturday one sunday come back to hickory monday getting surgery on tuesday and i'm done Till November, like, 24th or something like that. These, All this stuff is listed at johnreap.com. Yeah, November 24th, I'm doing a gig. Uh, it's a place called the Ram's Head, and that is in Annapolis, Maryland. Ram's Head on stage, Annapolis, Maryland, on the 24th. Hopefully, uh, I will feel better by then. And then, excuse me, I'm burping. My mom just made an amazing new dish tonight. Uh, chicken and rice. What, what was that thing called? Do you know the name of it? It didn't have a name? All right. Well, it was delicious, folks. Maybe maybe she'll post it on her Instagram or her Facebook. Anyway, um, I'll be doing Good Night's Comedy Club November 29th through December 1. It's in Raleigh, North Carolina. And then in uh, December, uh, the uh, next weekend, uh, December 6th through the 8th, I'll be in Des Moines, Iowa at the Funny Bone. And then uh, December twenty through 22, uh, Columbus, Ohio, Funny Bone. Then December 27 through 29, Zanies, Nashville, December 30 and 31, Huntsville, Alabama, that is Stand Up Live. And that's the, that's the rest of the year there uh, for my tour dates. Y'all come check me out. Also, um, since I'm on the All Things Comedy Network, you know i've been trying to uh do some cross promotion trying to do some live reads trying to uh to uh spread the love and uh hopefully uh, other people would do that i don't know if they have honestly i have no way of knowing cuz i haven't really checked uh, we've not talked about it on uh social media but who knows also uh well here let me go ahead and play you i did a i did an episode of Brody Stevens podcast called the festival of sports and uh this is also on the All Things Comedy Network, and I'll just play a little segment of what that was like. Uh, me and Brody have known each other for a long time, and I went to uh, I went to the All Things Comedy Network studio and uh, sat down with him. So here, check this one out.
1: Get into those topics. And have uh, you ever
0: been to Hickory, North Carolina?
1: I don't think so. I've been to North Carolina, but not. I don't believe I've stopped in Hickory. Yeah, it used to be the furniture capital of the
0: world. Uh, home to Winston Cup champion, Dale Jarrett.
1: I mean, I've heard of it. I know. Yeah. Um, let's move this out of the way. We're yeah. moving a mic stand out of the way. For those listening at home, we just moved a mic stand. We cleared up space on the Periscope. So we have the Periscope going we on mine. Facebook we have Live. questions. We have Facebook Live. Yeah. And by the way, let, let's go ahead and introduce our producer here today. He's a good guy. He's, yeah. he's, uh, he's professional. He juggles a lot of different personalities yeah and can, that's yeah you can say that again. and exactly you have to have bedside manner you can't treat these these creative types like numbers you have to treat us like personalities and he does a good okay. job at that and an iron fist an iron fist but but you know what you will you allow I I was running I was next door with Dean Delray mm mm-hmm. and um, talking po- about the valley he's, yep, he's po- moving and yeah he's moving and I should have been here in the studio. Dean tried to sabotage me. Dean dealt distraction. And Aaron <laughs> said, Brody, we got to get going. And it wasn't in a, it was just like, I, Aaron is like, not even in a mean way, just keeps things going. That's what a producer does, just, is what his, I'm saying.
0: His presence alone is like, you know. But his, you respect him. You go. If he's here, then we got to be doing something.
1: This is all things comedy. That's how I feel. I, I I don't. Everybody here I respect. Bill Burr, Al Madrigal, they mm-hmm. made the decisions. Everyone that works here, and I'm still learning people's names. There's people yeah. that I, don't, I don't even know their name. I go. I respect you.
0: <laughs> right. Just this building alone commands the respect. I I agree. I, I'm happy right. to be a part of all things comedy.
1: Aren't they? But they're preparing a new podcast studio. Is that right? I know. Is that that's not secret. Is it going to be in Burbank? Yeah, it's like two blocks from here. I think it's okay. across the street. So. Have you thought about Studio City? I mean, maybe that's... Uh, <laughs> I have a one-bedroom one, a one bedroom apartment in Studio City. Do you? I live it's in funny, Studio like City. It's one funny, like bed- one-bedroom studio. Well,
0: I used to live in Studio City. Now I live in here, So there you go. It's just a little taste of uh Steven Brody Stevens there at uh, All Things Comedy Festival of Sports. Check that one out and uh, tell him John Reap sent you, you know? Spread the love. Um, all right, let's read some reviews here. I, I, I love it when you guys actually uh, compliment the podcast and tell people um, what you think. This is on iTunes. I'm over here at iTunes. I'm reading some of the latest reviews. And this one's uh, by Flabby Too Fabby. <laughs> Flabby Too Fabby. Two P's in podcast right here. Uh, one, two, three, five stars. She goes, if you're – okay, I'm trying, I'm not good at reading stuff. You guys know that about me. Here we go. <clears throat> if you are new to this one, y'all, it's well worth the time. You won't be able to stop listening once you start. And this one with John and his precious mama, Betty Carolyn Pitts Reap, is on point. Two Ps in a podcast right here and truly showing that what a loving, good-hearted group this family is and how John turned out to be the way he did and why America fell in love with him from the moment – uh we saw him thanks guys keep it up no thank you flabby to fabby thank you um this one's from juge fan j-u-g-e fan five stars killing it huge fan john love the movie reviews from betty and different stories from your dad thank you juge juge fan i think that's how you pronounce that here's one from uh Gingy 1984 always great five stars john your podcasts are always a good time love them jing 84 thank you jing 84 jingy 84 and then this one's from Wolfpack t roy southern without apology so many laughs so much nostalgia so much twang i guess that's a good thing i think it is so thank you oh the audience loves it please look we're just doing what we do so uh thank you all so much for uh listening also Couple another uh, one, one more big thing, and we'll wrap this one up. Um, I was emailing, as you guys know, Sarah Tiana is no longer a part of the Fried Pod, um, just mostly because I moved to Hickory and we don't see each other that much anymore. We're still great friends. No, no animosity whatsoever. But I was just emailing the guys at All Things Comedy, like maybe we should change the logo, maybe, should, you know, because now it's just me, change the name, I don't know what to do. And Al Madrigal said, uh, I think you need a talk show. I was like, what? I think I do, too. So, we, so he called me, and we got to talking. And, uh, well, we're in the works right now. We are, uh, you know, kind of tentatively working on a talk show for all things comedy slash YouTube slash whoever wants it. But uh, we're going to call it Hickory Live. And so the idea is we're going to look for an old barn around here. It's going to be me and some of my friends. And we're going to shoot it like it's a talk, like a Tonight Show. I'm going to come out and do a monologue. I'll have some of my uh, good friends, a little audience here. You know, whatever that, whatever that barn can hold. People sitting on hay bales. I'll come out and do a quick little monologue. We'll have segments. We'll have guests. We'll Skype in celebrity guests. We'll have my dad uh, in a recliner as security. We'll have mom over there on the computer. Uh, She'll be like our uh, our Alexa. I'll just have mom on the computer at all times ready to answer questions, look up up stuff, do the research during the show. I'll have a little band, and we'll Skype in celebrity guests, and we'll do segments, and uh, we'll call it Hickory Live. I am excited. I've already talked to uh, a guy I went to high school with named Alan Jackson. He owns his own production company here. And I believe it or not, Hickory's a lot bigger than I make it sound. It's like the fourth largest city in North Carolina. It's just got the word hick in it. So I thought that was funny. But um this guy Alan, he knows what he, he's legit. He knows what he's doing. So he's gonna I'm gonna work with Alan. And uh he's got all the equipment we need, all the know-how, all the technology, and we're gonna we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna shoot a pilot probably sometime in February after my uh, shoulders all healed up. And uh and air it uh either on YouTube or Facebook or at all things comedy or whoever wants it. But uh I wanna thank Al Madrigal for uh for even offering that, you know. So I'm very excited for all of that. And um there you go. So stay tuned for that. Gonna be working on that and hopefully uh, you know, that will be the next big thing <laughs> on late night television. Hickory live. Could you imagine that? Like if that actually took off it to be a, a weekly show on Comedy Central or something. Live from Hick- Hick- Hickory Live. I mean, I, I've already got the segments ready to roll. I'm, I'm not going to tell you right now because I want it to be a surprise. But anyway, mostly uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share and tell your friends. And uh, know that know that the Reap's love you. And uh, happy Friday, everybody. And the Radio Sunrise, right. see
1: love in my woman's eyes,
0: feel
2: the touch of my precious child, and no the woman.